0: Hey guys, what's going on? Thanks for being patient with me. It's been a little while since I've gotten a uh, an interview out to you guys, so I hope that you weren't waiting too long. I'm sure that you weren't. <laughs> Anyways, but uh yeah, I've just been spending a lot of time outside and everything like that, trying to enjoy the nice weather and spend it with family and friends, and I hope that everyone was able to do the same. So uh in this interview, this episode, I've got uh, Austin Guzzo. Austin is from uh Whippy and uh he played for the Whippy Minor uh, baseball program growing up, as well as the Ontario Blue Jays. Um, Austin eventually accepted a scholarship to Division One University of Iowa. So we talk a lot about his journey and everything like that, playing for the university and some of the different accomplishments that he had uh, while there. So this was a lot of fun, and uh, thanks a lot, Austin, for coming on. Hope you guys enjoy. There we go. Mr. Guzzo, how are you doing? Doing all right, man. How are you today? Oh, not too bad.
1: I didn't get up too early, did I? No, no, no. We're uh, we're good, man. We're good. I'm usually up uh, pretty early, anyways, just for absolutely no reason, especially on the weekends. So, classic, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no I have kidding. a habit of doing that too. You get
0: in a routine, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, for sure. All right, buddy. So, um, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, I, uh, I'm glad Simon was able to uh, kind of help get this uh, set up for us because um, I wanted to. Uh, yeah, I wanted to interview. You. I definitely asked him, and I thought of you and. I figured, you know, it's not a lot of guys that go down and play D1 ball. So I figured it'd be a great opportunity.
1: Yeah, no doubt, man. No doubt, man. Um, yeah, I'm happy to be on here. And uh, yeah, it seems like you're, uh, you're doing a cool thing here. I've had uh, a chance to listen to a couple of the, the interviews you've done. So yeah, I'm just happy oh, yeah? to be on here and, and see what, would you, do, so would, what would you think. I'm going
0: to put you on the spot. What do you think? Honest opinion out of 10? What do you think? Uh, it's good, man. I think it's, uh, <laughs> I'm I would just probably, kidding. no, it's all good, man. Hon- <laughs> if you want my honest feedback, I'd give you a seven. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure.
1: Definitely. But uh, not a six point nine. No, not not yet. No, I will give you a little bit above that. I know you're. Uh, I know you're a good man, so I'm not going to give you a six point nine. All right, fair sure <laughs>
0: enough. <laughs> awesome, man. All right, yeah. So let's jump into your uh, into the start of your ball career,
1: man. When did you start
0: playing, and, and who got you into the game and stuff like that?
1: Sure, man. Um, wow, well, actually, funny enough, I had somebody from I had somebody from work ask me the same thing yesterday. So pretty fresh in the question. I started playing. I think I was like three or four, I wanna say. Uh, when I first like started playing T ball and stuff. But my dad uh really got my brother and I into the game. My brother's a little bit older than me, about like three years almost. Um and we would just be always in the backyard just playing all the time. And uh I just remember like my first like actual like game memory is me and T ball and um I like s I like I hit like just a bleeder up the middle. I don't even know why I remember this. And uh Yeah. I remember getting on first base. I remember taking this massive lead off, and the umpire stopped the game. The coaches stopped the game, and they had to like picked me up and put me back on the base. I was like, what, "What's going on here?" And I'm like a little, like a little rugrat. I'm like, nine, like four years old. Yeah, got this massive helmet on. I'm like, "What, what the hell?" Like they're like, uh, they're like, "You can't lead off." I'm like, "What do you mean I can't lead off?" I'm like it's baseball. I'm like you can't lead off yet. You gotta have your foot like on the back. Not, the not yet. It's not, right? Yeah, like not yet. <laughs> I'm like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I'm about to swipe second here." I'm like four years old, and I was like. So that was really, like, my first, like, first legit, like, funny baseball memory. And I always remember that. I think it was, like, what, you had to wait till we were, like, nine, I think, before we could actually, like, take a lead or, like, whatever it was. Like, yeah, something like that, probably. a Kiwi or something like that, something nuts. But, yeah, so I think it was uh, a lot of my dad. There was a lot on my dad that got me in the game. But one of the cool things that I had, especially in, like, obviously in Canada, especially in Whippy, was uh, – um was the fact that I had really good coaching all the way through. Like, I think that's something that I really, really do appreciate yeah. is that um, I always had solid coaching. Like, guys that were always experienced in the game, even from t-ball all the way to, you know, the end of my career. So it was, uh, it was pretty awesome, for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Just touching on uh, what you said there about, uh, like, t-ball and stuff. Do you remember the leagues? Um, I can't remember what age this would have been. This would have been probably, like, maybe 7 to 10 area where if you'd, if you'd walk... Uh, they'd set the tee up, like if you remember, do you remember like playing like that before? Oh man, um, so like just to just to encourage offense, they would, uh, you know, let's say a pitcher walk somebody because guys were throwing, you know, pitchers back then had no idea where the hell it was going (laughs) half the time, right? Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And uh, just to encourage some offense, um, I don't, I'm not sure if they did it in rep, but they did it in house league. And uh, they they set the tee up just to get some offense going, and uh, that led to some pretty interesting uh, interesting plays.
1: Yeah, that's that is interesting. I don't honestly, man, I don't I don't think I don't think I ever played with that, but I don't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't like I wouldn't be opposed to that. I feel like that'd be you know get a get a four pitch walk, and then you just get the ball in the tee, and you just drill it right back at the pitcher. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, there fight. was
0: times where uh, I I did a little bit of umpiring when I was like really young, when I was like fifteen, kind of just for some extra money. I actually, I hated it, to be honest, but, uh, I, I didn't have the heart to tell these kids that, so, so if they get the, the four ball, the four ball walk, yeah. the tee up, if they swing and miss, or if they hit the tee, or if they screw up they're it's, it's an out, like they're out, they don't even yeah. get the walk. Really? So, like, yeah. so you know, they're That's all excited, brutal. they're all excited about the tee and then they, they swing and miss <clears> and you're just like, Oh my God, now I have to tell this kid he's out. Like it sucks, but that does, wow, that sucks. That's absolutely but, uh, brutal. Yeah. Anyways. So I know you played uh, you played for the Whippy Chiefs for a long time. We were talking about that a little bit earlier, uh, just in another phone call we had. But uh, tell me when did you start like playing rep, and and how'd that go?
1: Yeah, I uh, I think I was so I, I was able to try out. So I'm in '96, but I was born January 1st, so New Year's baby. And I remember my dad was like driving me to my first tryout. I think I was like seven or eight for the first like whatever the first level was like i don't know if it was like select or whatever the freaking whatever the the rep level was but Mm -hmm. um it was like triple a tryouts for that team and i remember i I made it and um i was playing europe my dad just kept saying like oh don't worry like these guys are older these guys are older i'm like what are you talking about they look the same age as me but i didn't find out that they were like a year older than me until like two years into the thing like two years playing for the team right yeah um so that was pretty cool like being able to play europe but i started like a Seven and I think I think we touched on based on this, but the team 19, was like the ninety five so that would have been claire osborne uh Claire Osborne's team we had like a different, yeah. few different assistant coaches, but um yeah man, I played with i he I was played the, uh Osborne's i'm team. i'm trying
0: to okay, i can obviously remember his son, but um he was he was like sort of a bigger guy with mustache,
1: if I, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, 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 exactly. He had to get a great lip sweater. And I think he still got <laughs> it. Like, I don't think that thing is ever going to go like he. he Absolutely. It's perfectly. unreal. So, um, yeah, but Claire Osborne is was definitely a, a great coach. Like, like, honestly, like, that's why one of the things I'm blessed with is that like a lot of the coaches that are at that rep level don't have the same experience that Claire does. Right. um and even just like the coaching ability like not to like dog the other coaches but just you know he he's pretty he's he has an elite level coach and especially for that
0: and that's, that's, that's rare to find in ontario too right like especially like yeah. you said from like right from the start like um you know you can see guys doing it when guys are like you know these rep teams right they have better coaching there but you don't start playing those until you're like 12 right so yeah like those those like first five six years when you're like you know six It'd be huge to have like a like a great coach, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, just, exactly. Just literally drill the fundamentals into your head. <laughs> like literally, man, we were. I think we were like. It was so funny on that team because like sometimes if we were down by like two runs, we would literally just like. In the, in the lineup doesn't matter. One through one through nine, we would just like lay down a bunt, and everybody on that team could bunt, and everybody on that team could steal a base. So literally, we would just like square out at the end of the inning if like we our bats weren't working, we would just bunt. Yeah. And uh, we would just bunt again. And no, more or less of the time, if we had three bunts down, there's a good chance that the third baseman or the pitcher would field it and make an error. And we would just get like extra free bases. Yeah, X, especially, you know, game's when you're, tied. especially when you're younger too, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, so you know the game's tied. And then we're up, like, we're up like seven runs. And we go into the seventh and close it out. And it's like like every – funny, man. Like I'll never forget that. We're For sure. Like, coming up in the – Rep baseball, like, like, uh, when
0: you're like 10, 10 years old, it's kind of an error fest. Like a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like it's for uh, sure. it's usually like a dominant pitcher or something that's thrown a little harder than everybody else, and then ball gets put into play, and it's who the hell knows where the ball is going, right? But yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you're spot on there, man, for sure. But so uh, yeah, go ahead. So continue. Uh, how old were you again when you started? that? you said you were is select age, so that would be like what, about eight years old or something?
1: Yeah, I think so, like seven or eight. Um, right. And then, like, continued on through that. Um, and then we won. Uh, so, we, I remember that first year. So, we played the Windsor Stars. God, I remember we, how much, like, we, <laughs> we we always seemed to face that team, like, the semis of, like, OBAs or, uh, like, even in the finals. But we lost the first one, first finals. We came second uh, that year. I remember that. And that was, like, pretty, was pretty like, legit. Like, it was pretty intense. And then then after that we we went on to win four straight provincial titles. And like it was crazy. Like we had like I think it was like I don't even know if it was like a Whippy dynasty, but uh it was like it was nuts. You pretty much
0: you pretty much did, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like it was I think it was like I, I don't even know, like I remember we got like we got recognized by like the mayor of Whippy for winning like quite a few times. We got a ring for the first three that has, like, some, like, three-peat. And has, like, back-to-back-to-back on it. And then we actually just went ahead and won a fourth. And they're like, well, we're not going to make another ring for it, but yeah, here's your OBJ title. They, they banked like, on you not
0: winning the fourth in a
1: row. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The three is good enough. Like, we'll just get the rings now, like, just in case. But, um, yeah, man, I remember how, like, intense that was. And we had some, like – I have a little plaque sitting at my dad's somewhere, and it was, like, some astronomical record of, like, 250-something with, like, less than, like – 30 losses in those four years oh you guys were discussing uh, man because i remember
0: yeah. i remember playing because uh, i'm a 94 right and you were playing a year up and then so that team once they won i think it was after their third or fourth one they'd won in a row they were like oh we're gonna play up a year now because yeah yeah why yeah. not right so you would have been playing two years up and we would have at one point played against each other because um, we played them uh They they left the league after I think they were only in the league against me for maybe one or two years, and uh, but yeah I remember they were they were they were one they were the best team in the league probably like if not uh, it was like them and another team that were pretty much fighting
1: for first the whole year. Yeah, Um, you were on what Clarington, right? You said I think you mentioned before. I played uh, I played one year. Well, I played one year for them, but I played Peterborough
0: mostly uh, until our team folded. Our team folded though, so I had to move go to Clarington.
1: Gotcha. And then after
0: that, I just played junior uh, in Peterborough. After that, but um, so that I only played the one uh, year in Clarendon.
1: Gotcha. That would have been what, the Peterborough Tigers, I think it was. Right yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, my my, my, OBA, it's my OBA folder open right now. I think it's the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah those were. Uh, what did, you guys had that field that was like right? What, what was it like beside like a like a was it like a like a oh right beside like uh, plant Quaker or something like yeah, yeah, right beside the oh, Quaker, Quaker, plant. Quaker? Yeah. Yep. yeah 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 I always remember that I was like. Oh it's yeah, like, you remember the, like the terrible. smell? Yeah, oh yeah, can't never forget that for sure. Never oh man, that, that park and
0: one in Oshawa are probably like the some of the most fun to uh, like play in in the, like in southern Ontario. I think oh, just because yeah. of honestly the the wall makes a big difference, which sounds kind of stupid, but you're like you, you look at a chain link fence to every other park, and then you this like kind of unique wall and back background is pretty nice, you know?
1: Yeah, it gives you that like like historic like pro feeling i guess like maybe you're like oh this is kind of a cool stadium it's like yeah it's a slab of concrete but it's better than yeah like you said a chain link fence yeah exactly yeah, yeah just something different uh, right yeah absolutely man absolutely but yeah no so i think i i so i remember playing i think the the only real memory i have playing two years up that was uh was kind of crazy because i didn't actually like believe it or not i didn't play a whole lot of games I was like more of a sub, getting into like the later two years. Like when we went to Europe, like I played. I started probably quite a few, like, right. Um, but I remember, I remember we got some. We faced some like Ajax pitcher, and he always started against us. And two years, I was like this <laughs> tall, skinny, like lanky kid. And then I always remember we played the other whoopie Triple A team, and I think it was like the EOBa Finals of that age, or something, like East, like Eastern Ontario, and we lost like four three or like five four or something like that. And uh, we faced Dakota Denby. I don't know if you remember that guy. He's uh, I I do I do remember yeah. him actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we still keep in touch actually. Uh, oh yeah, here and there. Well, like, I, uh, I remember his
0: name. Like I, he was like a blonde kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is he had he, like a like kind of like longer hair? hair? Yep. Yeah, you're spot on, man. He still has still got still has the lettuce and still has. Oh, dude, I remember. Lips.
0: I remember like so many people so vividly. Somehow, I don't know why, but you played against him <laughs> for seven or
1: eight years. I guess right. Yeah, literally. Well, I guess you would have played against them all the time then, right? cuz I guess you guys yeah, you guys were both 94s. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, man, it was uh it was nuts I remember. that. I think that was the last, I think after that was our last time or like the last game we played or something. I don't think. Then we went back to our own age for OBAs and yeah, I think that was like the last that was like the last year that that team was really together. Um, Right, and then I went back down. After that, I think all the the guys moved on to like Toronto Mets, Team Ontario, uh, Terriers, things like that. And um, yeah, then I went back down to my own age for two years or something like that, or like one. Not for sure. Trying to think, I think it was like thirteen when I went back down to my own age, the ninety six age group to play with Whippy AAA. So, right. um, But yeah, then that was kind of like a tipping point for me. In those last two years, and I like wasn't sure like if I, I was gonna keep going with ball or like what I was gonna do because you know you get into high school and you're like you're, like you know do I want to be a regular kid try and get like good grades get into like a good university it kind of sounds weird at like thirteen but like that's kind of what I was thinking I was like for well, sure no, I just a huge for people people drop off the table man when
0: they turn when they go into high school
1: yeah for sure they either, man, they go they like, go, go one
0: on. or two ways kind of thing they just either stop or they uh, yeah they continue and kind of hit it harder it seems like almost
1: yeah for sure. For sure. So, yeah, it was like one of those things that I was like, just kind of a bit of a turning point, like, especially after that first year of playing at my own age, like I did well, like there was nothing like that it was like there was signs of not continuing to play. But it was just like, I always had the dream of playing pro ball, uh, or at least getting to getting a scholarship down to the States, like I really wanted to go play down there. Um, mm hmm. But I just wasn't sure if it was going to be a reality, and I was like, ah, do I just like you know, do I go to like Western or do I, you know, do I go to like U of T? I don't know, whatever. Like whatever I'm thinking about at 13, like probably has like the his yeah. voice still, anyway. So like whatever, like you know, not not old enough to make big decisions, but yeah, that's kind of where I was yeah. at. Um. So, the, but then I, eventually, you
0: obviously made the decision to go to um, the Toronto. Met- oh no, the the Blue Jays, Toronto uh, Blue Jays. You, you went and played, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That was kind of a that was kind of a, a crazy that was kind of a crazy path, um, to get there. Um, I remember, uh, I remember this guy came to my, he was like a whippy legend. I don't know. Do you ever remember a guy named Evan Grills? Uh, Bell, he's a big lefty pitcher, played team Canada since he was like 14. Anyway, he's from whippy and, uh, he got drafted. How how old old would that be? 92 or 91. So I don't know. Like someone that you may have heard of, like that's a bit older. Um, but uh anyways, I remember his dad came looking they like, came watching one of our games at, remember Iroquois park and Whippy there oh yeah uh, absolutely yeah <laughs> yeah the legendary uh, silver stick tournament for hockey but uh, yeah. there was the uh, the diamonds there anyways long story short, his dad was coming around just to a few games and like I guess he he saw me and like he ended up talking to my dad without knowing he was like my dad and he was like asking about like you know hey does your kid want to like, you know, does this kid like catch like what's yada yada And this so when I got moved back to like a being a catcher. and uh, long story short, I ended up catching Evan Grills like as like I think I had like six, seven months catching experience, and I was like thirteen right. turning fourteen and Evan Grills was like eighteen tenth round pick by the Astros, probably throwing like ninety four to ninety six with like a little like arm side run, an absolute hammer of a curveball and working on a slider. And I'm the guy that he gets to pitch to <laughs> as a lefty, like that he's like working on That's a right. slider. So yeah, working, yeah, so was, working it, on a slider, right? Where's it going? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like some of them, like they back up and some of them they just hit me like right on the inside of like the left knee and I'm sitting there like wincing like half the time. Can't even get down on my crouch, but um yeah. So that was kind of a turning point for me. man. I think that was the biggest thing there uh, for me for because sure. I got to work with him and it was pretty cool. And I was like, man, and then he, his dad trained me a ton and like, if people are listening to this from Whippy, I'm sure they know Pete Grills. He's not the friendliest dude, but he like he drills you and he wants you to work. And he kind of put like a bit of a work ethic. Uh, like he pretty much shoved it down my throat. I didn't really have a chance, especially when I was working with his son. Um, yeah. And he just kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me um, through that, like that last year. And I had a really good year. And then I was like debating on going and like, I was like kind of going in a travel ball and the Blue Jays gave me a letter. The Terriers gave me a letter saying that they'd like me to come try out. Um, and then I was like kind of in between with the the Blue Jays because Evan Grills played Blue Jays and his dad was like kind of connected with the coaches. And they're like, we have a, way too many catchers. Like we wouldn't be able to get him in. Like we don't even have like a roster spot for him, but the Terriers did. So I went with them for probably right. five months and I was playing all the time and um, I didn't have any complaints. Like I was hitting well, I was catching well. Like, no complaints. And I think I just like didn't feel like the push on the terriers. And I know they're a really good program. Like I like I love the program. Like honestly, like I love the coaching. Paul Quantrell was there with Cal at the time. Paul actually, Cal actually played one year with us on the the Chiefs. Uh, so I actually right. got to meet Paul. He actually helped us out coaching. The most respect for that guy. Like such a beauty. Like such a beauty. If you ever have a chance, like if you ever walk by. And you ever like anybody listening to this ever walks by like Paul Quantrill? Like, ask him if he's got two minutes just to like have a conversation with him to the, the one of the best guys I've ever met in baseball by far. Yeah. Um, and it's like sick. He played for the Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, like all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah, too, right? he had a great so major like, league career. Yeah, so it was nuts. Um, I just found like I wasn't being like as pushed in that program for some reason, and I really wanted to play for the Blue Jays initially. So, uh, so, yeah, so I, I actually, like, I remember, I think it was, like, January, Pete Grills called my dad and was like, hey, like, there's a roster spot open for the Blue Jays or something like that, like, something random. It was like, they're going to add me in. I am, like, the 16 white, which would have been, like, the B team for their 16 U. And, like, if he wants to go, he's going to have to work. Like, they'll they'll take him in, yada, yada. So I was like, you know what? Like, I want to play for the Blue Jays. I want to work. I want to be able to push myself. Things about the program. I'm like – what they do for players and like i just like i wanted an environment where i could just work as much as i wanted Mm -hmm. to and continue to develop and stuff so and i felt like that was the place to do it um so yeah so i went there i think february and i just grinded like i probably was in there like the odd practices like three days a week and then it was four days a week five days a week like um yeah and i remember like the first (laughs) i remember the first spring training trip i'm like sitting on the bus and we're taking a bus down to florida and i'm like just turned 16 and that was like the longest bus ride on the planet. I remember like sleeping on the floor of the bus. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. Yada, yada. And then I wake up and I had like two hours of sleep. I've had probably like 7,000 calories in McDonald's because what else are you going to get on a bus trip? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man. And then we get to Florida at Vero beach and that was really like a, that was, that was the turning point for me for baseball for sure. Um, because I started with a 16, White team, and I think I caught one or two games of them in like DH one, like spring training games, and then Sean Travers, who is the 16 black coach, uh, I guess called me up for a game, and I came in like I don't know, I think it was like sixth inning or seven innings, and we were playing the 17 U team, and uh, and I got I pinch hit at bat, and first there's a guy in third, with one out, like first pitch, I hit a sack fly to center field, and uh, scored the run. We ended up winning the game one nothing, but like every because they had like no offense the whole game and yada yada and like everyone was like congratulating me and i felt like i don't know i was like holy crap like i actually like actually did that like first first opportunity first pitch right so yeah um it felt pretty it felt good man and like i like the coach i'm in and like like a huge hug and high five and stuff and next thing you know man i made that roster and um never really looked back like i started probably i don't know Probably at least, like, probably I'd say 70% of the games I started with. If not, I came off the bench for probably, I probably played in every single game with them, if not maybe one or two.
0: Right. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, and, and that was, and they have a big roster the too,
1: right? Like, they have,
0: uh, like, they care. What is, what would the black uh, carry, like, like, or sorry, there's a black and the white, right? For, uh, like, an age group. So, yeah. What, um, like, how many would there be per team?
1: I think there was, I think they carried 21 to 22 on the black, maybe, a, and then maybe a couple more for like regionals or like world series or something like that. Right. Um, and I think the one like, that's a
0: lot, That's a lot, like, you know, yeah. I mean, for especially for uh, like a team that's, um, you know, not a college team per se or something, right? Or not that level or higher.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's some pretty good depth. Like, I'd say there's like, they carry like two extra outfielders, uh, like, Two extra infielders, and like we had, we had four catchers on there. But all the catchers, like we all could hit, which is one of the things. Like, so we all like ended up in the lineup, whether we'd like rotate between third, first, and all that. But we did have a lot of arms, and I think that was <clears throat> a big jump that I was adjusting to. Was that there's a lot of POs um, mm-hmm. versus two ways. So I think that was a big jump. I think we had like eight POs on that team. So you do that, like you know, on a twenty-two man roster, you know, you yeah, don't have sure. too that much, cuts too off quite much, a bit, yeah. Too much depth, right? But yeah, I remember those some of those pitchers were pretty electric and and such. So yeah, man, it was a crazy for transition sure. for sure. But uh it was really like a huge, huge turning point for me. Oh yeah, um, it
0: sounds like uh, your your benefit of like obviously uh, like some good timing and stuff, right? And and uh, but not only that, but
1: taking advantage of the opportunities too, right? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. It was uh yeah, it was it was crazy for sure. But uh I remember even going so like, let's down, down to like let's uh go ahead there. No, I was just going to say I remember even going down to like McKinney, Texas for like that World Series and you see teams from like all over like all over the US and there's even a team from Puerto Rico there and it was like just really? at like 16. I was like, man, this is I guess Yeah, you, you would have seen it's some no studs joke. probably back then too, right? Like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. You would
0: have seen some guys that would have went in the high first five rounds probably, I'm sure. Uh, what yeah, um yeah. Oh, yeah. So, some of the guys on your team, like who else? um, Any any notable guys that you played with on that on that sixteen U black? Sixteen U black, not even necessarily notable. Just just like other guys that you know went D one or anything like that. Like, was there a handful of guys that went down there? Yeah, I
1: think it was like I think it. um, I'm trying to think on that team, like just trying to think by position. Um, There were a couple guys that. Played some really good JUCOs, I know that for sure. Um, I'm trying to think on that 16 specifically. I think there were guys like, I think Owen. I don't know if Owen Spivak. I don't think he did. I think he came with us at the regional. So <clears throat> I think mean, you would, you might know. Do you know who Owen Spivak is? Is that a Reagan belly from uh, to, Saga? to
0: be honest, no, man, I don't. Okay, <laughs> okay, no, no worries. I was really was- good with faces. I, I, you, you, I could
1: see somebody now and. Uh... Any yeah, point yeah, there, but uh... for sure, for sure. Um yeah, he was he got called back. He got he came with us after down like McKinney, Texas. He was he was unreal, man. He was probably one of the best catchers I've seen by far. Um he he was drafted by the Jays out of junior college. Um and he played team Canada for like 3 or 4 years. Uh played I think 4 years in the minors, 5 years and um, we're actually still pretty good buddies. We, uh, we actually went out to Vancouver and Whistler, um, last summer oh, yeah. together with a few, few other guys. Um, I'm trying to think, do specifically specifically that 16 team, not, nothing, nothing crazy. I don't know. Maybe Josh Naylor was called up to that team. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm familiar with him. I think a lot of people would have heard of him.
1: Yeah. But I think he was playing, I think he was still playing OBA ball that year, just the last year, because they had an unreal team. Uh, so I think he played OBA and then came, cause he was with the Jays development. And then I think he just went right to, he went 16 and then 18 for two years. So, right. um, but I just remember the guys that when I was there at 16, the 18 U team was freaking stacked. Like they had unreal guys. Um, like, I don't know, some notables might be like Daniel Pinero, um, yeah, he really? went to Virginia. He went to UVA, didn't he, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he actually, yeah, he won a he won a college world series title too when he was there, Um wow. which is kind of sick. Um, That's unreal. Yeah, for sure. And he was like, yeah, it's unreal. I think he's playing. I think he's like double or triple A for the Tigers right now, something like that. I don't. I'm not close with them, but I just know him. Like I just, you know, he always cross paths on like Instagram with the guy. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had a buddy who went to
0: um, who I went to school with down uh, at JUCO in uh, Virginia, and he said that he knew him because. He went to um like this guy I know, he he went to school in Toronto for I think a year or two of high school. Okay. And then he then yeah. he ended up getting moved back to Virginia. Um I think he had to I think he moved for his mom or his parents had some kind of work move or something like that. So he was in Tro- Canada for a couple of years. And he ended up getting to know him. Okay. And uh yeah, I think he went I think he went to Saint Mike's, I think. Okay, high school,
1: gotcha. if I, if I if I recall. Yeah, yeah, that that, would, that sounded about right. That's a, yeah. It's like a it's a pretty good sports school, I think. I think it's like what? Private, I think it's private high school or whatever.
0: Yeah, Something, I think not. so. Yeah, or they had some other other issues, but uh, yeah, we won't get into that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we won't have to, <laughs> we'll have to get that on here. We'll stay stay in the pocket here for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's. I think that I'm trying to think. Like Brody Harkness was another guy, uh, that was unreal. But I think he was on. I'm trying to remember if he was with the 16s. I don't know because he was a year older than me. So I think he was with Dan's team all the way through. But I always remember Dan's eighteen years, eighteen U team that year was unreal. Um, right. And then I'm trying to think, like I, I don't think really notable notable guys was really until my eighteen year that I played with uh with the Blue Jays. I think it was like uh like Bryce Dimitrov was another guy. Um, he went he went D one. He ended up going JUCO and then played at uh Arkansas at Little Rock uh, which I think is okay. like a big, big South conference or like conference. USA, yeah. Yeah. Or something like sure. that. It's a big baseball but, school. Yeah. But I remember me and him, like I, I got moved to third, my 18, I was playing third base, my 18 year year for Dan Blywa and Bryce was the shortstop. And I remember we just like, like had a blast on the left side of the infield, like had an absolute blast. Um, I'm trying to think though like i i'm trying to think of other other notable guys like Gareth Morgan was a guy we played with by the 18 i played with by my 18 year year okay but yeah he always i've heard of 18. him too i've heard have heard of him as well actually yeah like as an absolute unit like unit um like yeah and, man
0: but like, like but like long story like you, you, you yeah. guys had like a ton of guys like lots lots of talent right and and, and oh, there yeah. was a yeah. fair amount of guys too that even went to the schools that weren't like you know big big schools and stuff like that right so yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, they, for they they do a great job. From what I can like, from an external standpoint, like yeah, like look at the Ontario Blue Jays. They do a good job of producing like solid players, right? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. and uh, getting absolutely. recruited and stuff like that. And is that kind of how you ended up getting recruited to uh, University of Iowa? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's exactly how um, they did. A, they did. A, they do a cool thing. Like some, I think some teams are doing it now, but they do a tour in the states uh, during the fall and you actually play against like division one, division two and junior colleges for like recruiting purposes. Uh, right. So like, we'd play like, um, we play like Troy university. Uh, like, I don't, we play, I think we played at Virginia. Um, we played at Iowa, which was one of them. And then we played like Florida state, Florida, Florida Atlantic, uh, like a bunch of teams, man. Like, uh, like Georgia tech, like all these schools, man, we played like two sevens or two nines or, like one twelve inning game or something like that. And, you know, we get to go there and like basically ball out all fall long, uh, until we mm-hmm. went to like the, to like the world Woodbat university, but they do a great job at getting guys exposed, um, and recruiting and they put you in the right places to succeed too, which is another thing. Like I tip my hat to the coaches, like they put, they give you, they put you in situations to like grind and succeed. And so coaches can see that, um, uh, which is, I think, exactly how I got recruited uh, to play at Iowa. I think that's what the coaches liked there because I was a lefty bat. I was kind of a utility guy. Uh, by the time I got got to Iowa, I could catch, play third, first, outfield, um, and hit left handed too, and through right. So, um, for sure, that was kind of that was kind definitely of handy, player. right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But long, long, short answer to your question is phenomenal job. They do a phenomenal job on getting guys recruited. So sure so they reach out to you then with like a letter then
0: or something like that or how'd that process
1: go uh yeah so um if i remember right after the game uh coach heller and who's my coach there obviously and coach sutherland uh came up to me after the game like i remember dan like brought me over and was like hey like he's like hey like, like yada yada and they just like introduced me and then like to them like we chatted had a quick tour around and then they um they didn't even send me, they didn't, honestly, they didn't even like send me a letter or anything. They just like called me as soon as I got back like, in November and like they, whenever the recruiting season was open for the fall. Um, and that's kind of how I got the ball rolling with them to get recruited. I didn't sign until April with Iowa, uh, my senior year. So I would have been 18 signing in and then, uh, Right. that's kind of how the process went. Some schools and such, like, they'll, they sent, like, sent me letters, like, you get the odd one in the mail or whatever, like, guys wanted you to come up to their camps, but then you get like actual recruiting letters. Um, so I had quite a few that would come in and quite a few phone calls. Uh, by the time I think spring, by the time spring really opened up for recruiting again, I had quite a few, which was kind of sick, but I knew like deep down, like I really did want to go to Iowa. Like It was like perfect fit, like awesome school, like, um, and like obviously great, great, uh, great scholarship support too. So I couldn't, couldn't go wrong with making that decision.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. So uh, what was it like uh, when you first moved down there? Like what was the, it's, it's quite a bit different, right? Like it's like, I've been through there before and it's <laughs> miles and miles of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of farms around here, I guess, north of Toronto and stuff, but uh, it's not like that. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. people think that uh, if you, people think the U.S. is crowded, it's like you go out in the middle of God's country out there, right? And it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, man, it is of- nothing but, yeah, that's the heart of America right there.
1: Yeah. I was going to say the heart of the USA, man. Heart of the USA for sure uh yeah, it was definitely quite different i remember i'm not really i'm not too sure how it compares to virginia i remember you mentioned
0: that like, you're up there a little bit oh it's it's uh, pretty mountainous man like there's a lot of mountains and stuff there like it's hilly and like there's there's a lot of nothing there too but it's it's just different in in that respect like it's just very hilly and um uh, a lot of mountains and like
1: iowa is kind of kind of the opposite like it's just flat right gotcha gotcha yeah for sure yeah it's pretty it's pretty flat um like it's just like yeah it's like like weirdly like weirdly like small hills and stuff just rolling fields of like corn. that's pretty much it just corn like a mile
0: long gentle slope yeah literally (laughs) Literally, like seriously like that's that's what i remember i remember seeing like these huge hills it feels like you're going downhill in the car for like you know 20 minutes and it's you know but it's like it's not that steep right
1: (laughs) yeah no literally like you're spot on you're spot on i remember uh yeah, like, you could literally probably put, I remember our bus driver, you could probably put a hitch on, like, if you were going from Iowa City to Omaha, Nebraska, you could literally put a hitch on your wheel if it was dead straight, and you could, like, literally take a nap and wake up, like, five hours later, and you're in Nebraska. Like, nothing bad would happen. Like, So that was always the running joke out there, but I think it was pretty accurate. But uh, anyways, yeah. yeah, Iowa was way different, man. I remember getting in there, and it was, like, not a hot start because, like, my dad helped me out with like the flights and like I wasn't sure like it's like oh is it eastern Iowa airport like yada yada like is it Des Moines like what should I do so we flew into Des Moines and I didn't realize that it's like an hour and 45 west of Iowa City and we took like I think we took like the earliest flight so my flight was like 5 a.m to like Chicago and then we laid over uh laid over in Chicago for like two hours and then got to Des Moines and like my dad was like late on the rental car and like we got in and my dad's like a Toronto driver right and he's like cutting everybody off going to like Going from Des Moines to Iowa City. And like I remember this truck driver with like hair down, like hair pretty much to the back of the truck, was like flipping off my dad, like yelling at him coming through. My dad's like some short Italian dude, right? And he's like yelling at the guy, like he's got the Italian hand gestures going up at the guy. Yeah. We finally get an eye. Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah, literally. Like literally. He's like, Oh, what are you doing? Like, get out of here. And uh Anyway, so we get into we get into like Iowa City. I remember just like seeing it and but I came in from the different angle that we came in when I was there with like the team. Like I didn't like see all the city, mm-hmm. so we came in on a different side. I was like, Oh, this is like just kind of cool. Like this is like a cool college town. I was like, Oh, this is where I'm gonna be playing baseball and like finally got to the athletic stuff and I got settled in and just the culture there man, is so is so crazy. Like the Midwestern guys are like big hunters, uh, you know, country boys. But yeah. not like not all of them, like not stereotypically. Like there's quite a few guys that love to hunt, but like they're just like good people, man. Like the hospitality there is like unreal. Like I was like all my buddies that like they're like I'm friends with now, like their parents, like took care of me, like helped me out if I needed anything. Like they were there, like Yeah, um, absolutely. Just that midwestern hospitality, but definitely corn fed, man. Like that was like they love their corn. And <laughs> uh like it was like so funny. Like they even had like hashtag corn fed, like T shirts going, like you get like football attire for the games and stuff. Like you can get like corn fed like right on your chest, and like people are walking yeah. out of that like no problem. I'm like, yeah, that's unreal.
0: Yeah. Hey, they're big on football too. There, right? like that's big football state too. I've heard. Oh
1: yeah, man. Yeah, I I had no like I was not interested in college football at all. Like to be honest, like and I was in high school. Like, um, but when I got there, my first game, I was like, this is unreal. Like waking up for my yeah, first What an game, atmosphere! Like, there. Yeah, it's like seventy-five thousand people in the stands. Like. Iowa City is probably a population of, like, 60,000 when it's, like, university time, like, when the students are there. And now I think – and then when football rolls around, it's got to be, like, close to 150,000 people are there, maybe even 200,000. Yeah. Um, And it's just, like, streets are closed. People are flooded. Like, it's just unreal. It's a a full weekend party almost, right, with the tailgating and everything, right? Oh, yeah, 100%, man, 100%. It's crazy for sure. It's uh, nuts culture, man, nuts culture, but – loved it absolutely loved it every every minute of it yeah it sounds similar um you mentioned your your
0: friends parents and stuff like that it sounds similar to virginia i found that like you know small town usa it sounds kind of corny but like that's the way a lot of them are like, they're very very willing to you know yeah like, just that's like, like down we would call it, like southern hospitality is what they always called it down there but um yep yep yeah like they're very willing to like take you in have you over for the weekend cook for you do all this stuff right very yeah. very nice like yeah and, yeah, uh, it, it differs from the stereotypical Americans you kind of think about, right? Um, rude <laughs> yeah, like exactly. or <laughs> big city, uh, Americans maybe might be the better term. I'm not sure, but so, uh, let's get into the first year then. Like, uh, how was the team and stuff like that? And, uh, how did, uh, you know, your, your first year at a, at a D1 school, like, you know, what was the playing time? Like, I
1: imagine that it was a little bit of an adjustment
0: probably. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was, yeah, it was, it was we had an unreal first year, um, to be honest. Like it was like a lot of a lot of seasoned vets. Like we had a lot of seniors um, and pretty good and a and pretty good juniors too. We did, had like we had, like no sophomores and like a couple freshmen that ended up playing that didn't redshirt. I was fortunate enough to be one of them. And I think <laughs> I always laugh like a few a few of my buddies will always like text me, especially at the end of the season, and it'll be like the uh, the time that Guzzo peaked because my first game I got in to catch. The Sunday of our first series, I think we were playing like George Mason or something like that
0: okay um, they're from they're from Virginia,
1: yeah, 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 that's right, they are um and uh actually ended up I went two for two for two with a walk, and I threw both guys out that tried to steal um unreal, yeah, it was like a pretty good highlight first game, and uh ended up winning like big ten fresh I ended up winning big Ten freshman of the week, my first weekend um which was pretty sick i must say like i was like i yeah, had no absolutely. idea what it was like i didn't even know it was an award um and then i just like i kept playing like i had I think i would start like one one or two games a weekend and then midweeks i played when we started getting going so i think i probably played like i don't know maybe a fifth of the games to be honest maybe a little bit more but i usually came in like i was like first lefty off the bench to pinch hit usually if i wasn't playing right um Most of the time, if I did catch, I would maybe catch, like, seven innings, like, get three to four at-bats, and then, like, our senior catcher would go in, like, just for defense, like, just like your typical baseball move. Like, you just play the better defender because I was still transitioning back from an infielder to a catcher uh, when I went to Iowa. So, um, yeah, it was pretty sick, man. We actually – so, we were – we actually lost – we came second in the Big Ten that year in standings. Uh, We were, like, one and a half games. It was, like, a weird, like, schedule, but we ended up finishing a half game back of Illinois to win the conference. So if Illinois had played that game and lost, I guess we would have tied and we would have had the tiebreaker because I guess we had more wins or more run, whatever the tiebreaker was. Okay. Yep. But we never played them in conference. And then we get to the big 10 tournament. We go two and cute in that against like Michigan and Indiana. And, but we were ranked as high as we I, Oh yeah. I forgot. We were ranked as high as 14th in the country that year. Right. Uh, my freshman year, which is sick. And that was the first time I was ranked in like 25 years or something like that. And, right. uh, had like the lowest team ERA, like all the way through. So it was unreal. Like playing time for me. Like I just got in when I could. And then we went to the regional and that was against Missouri state. And you might know this guy. I don't know. Do you, does Joey Hawkins ring a bell to you? Is that last name ring a bell? Yeah, it does actually. But yeah, I can't yeah. place him to be honest with you. No, for sure. For sure. So he was another whippy guy. He was the same year as that Evan Grills guy. Um, he was a shortstop for Missouri state and, they were host, They were like 11th in the country or something like that. So they got to host – or no, sorry, they were 7th. Sorry, 7th in the country by the end of the season. And they ended up hosting the regional. Um, so we went to the Missouri State Regional, and that was unbelievable, man, because they play at Hammond Field, which is a double-A stadium, and I think it holds like 20-something thousand people. Right. Um, and that place was absolutely jammed. So we ended up playing – we played Oregon in that regional, and then we played – you know, we played Missouri State. We lost like two to one. Then we played Oregon in like the knockout round, beat them, and then played Missouri State again on that Sunday night, and we lost like three to two or something. It was something right. crazy like that. But like that place was going nuts. Like Joey was raking that year, ended up getting drafted. And I remember like for my first year, like to go to a regional and stuff. Like it was it was unreal. Oh, for events. sure, Such a lot of people would never get that like, experience uh, in the four years, right? Like most people do. not yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that was, like, a highlight first year, man. And um, I was, like, pretty stoked after that. We had a lot of graduating guys that year, too. So it was kind of sick to at least get there for those guys and have, like, they grinded for so many years, like, um, at Iowa and stuff, where, like, that team was, like, a little bit bottom of the barrel, like, maybe lower, like, lower third. So for them to, like, have a turnaround season like that and to to do all that was, was sure. pretty sick. So. Yeah, so you mentioned, uh, so
0: you said you you were in the transition like right from like in, like infield to catching. You did some catching, right? But like it, people don't uh like realize especially on like a college team, right? Like being a catcher is a grind. Like it's a grind anyway, oh. but like you're catching bullpen after bullpen after, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, man. And then you've yeah, got you've, you've got your own drills you got to work on, you got your own stuff, right? <laughs> and then uh, and then you got to hit, right? And then yeah. uh, you guys, I mean, when I was in college like they didn't skip out on the running either. They didn't. They didn't get any break, right?
1: No, nothing, man. You don't get any. Uh, you don't get any any breaks. No special treatment, all, right? No, nothing. You're you're like you're put on a. You have there's an expectation, which is not. It's not that high. It's just an expectation to grind, and like kind of lead when you're back there. It's um, a great position, like in there. general,
0: right? Like it's yeah. it's uh, you're in every play. Like it's a really fun. Like I I did a little bit of catching like when I was in. Like, um, not, not at school or anything, but when I was younger and it was always, I always enjoyed it. Cause you're always involved, right? Like you're just, yep. yep. there's no, there's no, there's no, uh, pitch. You can kind of take a pitch off out in the outfield. Right. But you can't do that. Right. Yeah.
1: And you're exactly. catching. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. And then you get like some guys that, yeah, some guy like that's when I really figured out how guys have like a wicked two seam and you gotta, like how to learn how to catch those. It's like, not. it's like we had guys that ton of guys that had ASR, right? Like, you know, ball move, like three to six inches and it'd be late to really could be throwing bowling balls Did you wear you one guys, of those like, thumb, one of those thumb things i didn't man i couldn't catch with that thumb thing but my thumb is torched like it was like i thought i broke it probably like seven probably seven eight oh, times probably. that year yeah um but I, it, it's still it's, it, it, it's right a now. big
0: adjustment too when you're seeing um like high level arms too right like really fast pitching like it's it's it on you quick like the guys on tv and they make it look so easy when they're catching like, oh you know, ninety five, a hundred. Like they they they're just they they see it all the time, right? But it's really one of those things I think like, you know, you really have to train your eyes. You know what I mean, if that makes sense. Like yep. if someone yeah, was to come in and throw you if you were if you were in full gear and someone was to throw you ninety miles an hour, you've never seen it before, like it's gonna it's gonna hit you in the chest. Like you have no chance. Yeah, yeah, hundred you know, percent. But you can train yourself to to kinda get your eyes adjusted to it, right? So
1: Yeah. No, no doubt, man. You're spot on on that, and uh, yeah, it was, a, it was definitely definitely a grind for sure. But uh, loved loved the moments that was back there, especially I love throwing guys out, man. That was like the highlight. I think my oh, uh, you I don't know. People might know this. Um, oh, what is his name? Uh, I guess the highlight of like that first little bit of my freshman year was. Uh, oh my God! Oh, Ian Happ. Does that ring a bell from the Chicago Cubs? I don't know where he's playing now. He, yeah, that it does. Name Ian half so Yeah, he played University of Cincinnati, and I think it was our second or third week he played them. And uh, so he comes up, and uh, he drills a ball. It gets on first. First pitch goes a swipe second, and I threw him out completely. But my throw was like right at the front of the bag, and it was like a little ASR, and it like kind of skipped just before it hit the bag, and like hit my shortstop's glove, and he didn't tag him, or else he would have been out. Like, he just kind of, like, the right. ball, like, kind of, like, skipped out. He slid in, ball comes out. I was like, ah, shit. I was like, that would have been sick, like, throwing out Ian Half. Like, he was, like, top five, like, prospects in the NCAA. And, uh, anyways, he goes to swipe third on me, like, two pitches later. And I literally threw him out by, like, 30 feet. Like, I had, like, I literally just, like, fastball away. And he tr- got, like, a late jump. I'll, like, take that to the grave. Even though he got a bad jump, like, throwing Ian Half <laughs> yeah, like, 20 yeah. feet. Like, I'll, t- I'll take by, that by to by the a grave. Like, yeah. yeah, 100%. So, that was probably, like, one of the cool highlights, um, what was he doing over there? Yeah. He's, getting,
0: he's getting greedy on second base.
1: Yeah, I know. I was like, who is this guy? I was like, man. I was like, I haven't seen anybody yeah. swipe third like in like the longest time. But he Seriously, had wheels, man. Like, it's pretty... He had wheels. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's another guy, too, on Missouri State that I had pretty good days on. So, like, I hang my hat on a couple things, but, like, nothing nothing too crazy. Like, you know, it is what it is. You got to – Yeah, but those those,
0: those are the things you'll remember, right? Like, for, for yeah. sure, man. You know? Like – those are those are those are cool moments. Looking back at them, right? I'm sure you can probably just you can feel them. You can almost feel them. You know what I mean? If that makes sense? Yeah,
1: absolutely, man. Absolutely for sure, for sure.
0: Um, so uh, moving moving yeah. into your second year, then we'll just sure, uh, we'll kind of just go year to year, uh, Austin. And sure. Just, man. You
1: know. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, I think my my so my sophomore year was a bit better in regards. I had a really good start. Uh, I was mostly DHing because we had two senior catchers that year. Like we had two catchers that were juniors my freshman year. They moved up to senior. I caught a little bit, but not as much. I was more making a transition just to being like a pretty much full time DH, to be honest. And would catch like, catch midweeks, DH the weekend, and maybe a little bit of first. Um, and then I got moved to the outfield a little bit too. It was like kind of random, man. I was like a total utility, but mainly to hit. So I had a really good start, actually. My first, I think my first, uh, six weeks i was hitting like 280 i think i had like i think i had like three home runs like close to like 15 of ribbies something like that uh right. on base percentage was like just shy of 400 like i was doing okay man like honestly like i my problem was i struck out a lot but i also walked quite a bit too and took a lot of pitches so if right. i even itself felt like i'm going down i'm not going down on three pitches i would go down on like six so at least I get my money's worth um and I had a lot of trouble hitting righty changeups. That was the biggest thing. But that year was pretty sweet, man. I mean, we had to grind. Um, we had some good, good new players too. Um, like one guy, I'll probably come back to talk about. But Mason McCoy uh, was our shortstop or a third baseman that year, and then he got moved to short next year. But he's got a pretty cool story. I I just I, anybody that wants to look up a sick story to think if like you know if your back's against the wall, if you're not sure if you can make it. That guy's story is unbelievable. So I encourage you to look up Mason McCoy online. It's pretty sick. Um, Just how he got scouted and recruited and went from like a nobody to setting the Northwoods league uh, hit record. And then now he's on the taxi squad for the Orioles as a shortstop and second baseman. So um, anyways, so yeah, so he was, he was one of our infielders and we, uh, we grinded through, we had some other good guys like Joel Booker and stuff. I'm trying to think if I'm leaving anybody out that listens to this at Iowa. I apologize, but. Um. yeah so we grinded it out it was kind of a hit and miss season we got in as the eighth seed and we played Minnesota who was the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament and we lit their tits up like I think we won like 8 nothing or 8-1 or something like that and they were like so cocky and stuff and Minnesota had some good players and um, yeah so that who, year was, the, who up, was the
0: big rival the big rival in, in the Big Ten like
1: who was your, your guys Big Ten rival ne- Nebraska for sure we hated it. and if it wasn't Nebraska it was Michigan um, so probably one, two there, in Nebraska, Michigan just couldn't stand those guys, man. Like, they always had battle, of the, like... battle of the corn. Oh, yeah, it was for sure battle of corn, especially in Nebraska. Like, and <laughs> no, that's just, heated. I'm that's a heated... No, you're right. You're actually spot on, man. It's actually kind of funny. People call it that. Like, um, it's like the I don't know what it's like. I don't know if you what the bowl is called or something like that. That they have, they, like, football teams have these mini bowls, but um, that I'm was...
0: picturing an, an Iowa dad and a Nebraska dad just duking it out in the parking lot. Dude, you're like spot over, who, on, man. over who's got the better, the better, uh, the better corn or or, or something. Yeah. Don't even care about the game. Yeah. Oh, you're
1: spot on. I think. Oh, that's a cool. That was a kind of a uh, my freshman year, just a quick one. But we actually had we hosted them at home uh, for a three game series, and we actually swept Nebraska. And they had probably like probably a couple thousand fans come out to our home field, and it was like standing room only, man. Like it was packed all the way down the fences, like five rows deep. The stands were slammed, like. Everybody was coming in. They had like the news helicopter flying over for the game and stuff. Like it was absolutely insane. And we swept them. And I remember like our fans just absolutely dogging the Nebraska fans. Even my brother and my buddy came in for that game and they're just like, they're just shit. on oh, yeah. The awesome. Nebraska fans. Like they're just like, th- like people are throwing stuff at them, like chirping them across the stadium. Like nuts, man. Even for baseball, like crazy. But uh, definitely um anyway so yeah so we we go into the big 10 tournament we come second against ohio state uh we had a really sick come from behind win against them and then they they beat us by one i think it was eight seven um something like that and ohio state's just kind of like yeah it is what it is like you just kind of brush them off like you know they're they're every other team except Iowa is a bunch of jackasses anyway so it doesn't really matter uh but uh so yeah we lose that year and then we didn't get into a regional because we we're about a 500 record but Right. Um, that year I won actually I had a really good tournament so I won uh, I was all tournament DH that year uh, for Iowa which is pretty sick so again I had another like big 10 big 10 like accomplishment so I was pretty pretty pumped about that especially going into my junior year Um, so that was pretty sweet and then went to the Northwoods for a season and played for the Eau Claire Express um, in 20 that would have been 2016 I believe yeah um, and that's a grind of a, a summer. I don't have to get too much into the details. I'm sure everyone here's Northwoods and knows exactly what I'm talking about that knows baseball. So um that's a grind of a summer league and played with that summer team had twenty-five guys on it, and I think 17 of them got drafted. Like that's how good that team was. Like it was unbelievable. Oh. Um couple guys and a couple guys are in the one guy for sure, like Dalton Varsho, I know for sure is in the big leagues. Uh, I plays for the Arizona Diamondbacks right now. Unreal, probably the best five-tool player I've ever seen play the game, besides Naylor. Um, but yeah, just just unreal guy. And then yeah, my junior year was a that's when it that's when it, it took a turn for me, especially for baseball. Um, not to have a sob story, but I had uh, I actually ended up tearing my shoulder uh, that fall for on a on a pro day. I had like an initial tear, and then didn't get any like true like great rehab or right like an MRI or anything uh just kind of stay low-key and like gave it some rest and like felt okay and I think by like March of the spring I was like I couldn't even like I couldn't I couldn't even sleep like it was like brutal so I played I grinded it out I think I played like 20 games total and was like the backup catcher because we didn't really have I think the other guy was like even more hurt than I was and we didn't have anybody else that could catch so right. we had Tyler properly was our starting catcher unreal dude like unreal baseball player too like such like great athlete um and uh yeah so we so he caught and i would just like catch the games that like he needed rest like if we played a double header like i'd catch like five innings of like the second game to give him like a break then he'd come in from like left and catch and i'd get subbed out or something just something like that man like i didn't i didn't play a whole lot i grinded um for sure and I ended up having surgery that summer um but i think the big part in that is that we actually, that that season, we won the Big Ten tournament title. So that was the first time in school history uh, that we won that. And that got us into yeah, a regional, man, sure. too. So I got a nice, I got a pretty sick ring and a, and a jewelry box for that. Um, and that was the first one in school history and a bunch of records and stuff like that were set that year, too. We had a, it was a pretty sick team. And it was kind of sick. Where's to, that?
0: Where was that region uh, hosted?
1: So that regional. that next one was uh, Houston, um, and we actually so that was a, That was like the Texas regional. So there was Houston, Baylor, Texas A and M, and then us Iowa as the four seed in that regional. There we go. Yeah, sorry about that, buddy. I was getting some no. weird uh, interference there. Like
0: sometimes I find if you're on this thing for a while, it, it can uh, it gets a little choppy. I'm not sure why, but um, mm. I just wanted to uh, to reset it there. No, you're good, man. No worries at all. No worries at all. Yeah, so you were saying that the, the regional the that regional was held. Well, you're talking about your shoulder. That's that's what we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. And uh you didn't have a guy that would really that could really step in like, because he said he was injured as well, right?
1: Yeah, he had a bit of a he had a bit of a knee injury. Um I think it which was, think bad, it was a knee obviously. Or something. Yeah, which isn't crazy <laughs> catcher, right? You can't really do much when you're doing that. <laughs> Honestly, man, like
0: what what can you do? Like put cortisone shot or something. I don't even know, like yeah. Well, that's
1: what I had, man. I was, I was getting given, I was given everything to like, see if it would work. Um, I got like three quarters zone shots. I was given like freaking Toradol, man. Like I was like high at some games. Like I was like, ripping really, out my Holy oh, yeah, that's man. the
0: stuff that, that's the stuff that, uh, messed up a lot of NHL players.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. So it was, it was nuts. And, uh, the only highlight I think I had catching when I was hurt was, uh, I remember we remember playing Penn State. It was, like, one of the last games of the season. And I blocked the ball over just to my left, and a guy tried to move up. And I literally threw a 55 hopper down to second on our home field. And it was a little wet. So, like, it would skip. Yep. And I literally skipped the ball literally right on top of, like, the, the first base side of the bag at second and got the guy out to end the inning. And I was like, that's it. Like, that was my <laughs> last throw. Like, I don't think I threw They'll a ball it. the rest of the year. I was like, that's it. I'm done. Like, I can't. Like, my shoulder's, like, hanging right now. And I felt, for bad sure. for, I felt bad for Crop, man, because I had, like, I, I love that guy, and he grinded, man, like, and to have such a workload like that, like, and he was hitting well, too. That was the kicker. Like, he was still hitting, right. like, above 300. um So I just felt, like, I felt like I tried to, like, I don't know, I just tried as much to, like, grind it out and, like, see what I could do to, like, at least take the innings off of him, and that was kind of my role that season, probably on the back half of the year, because I could kind of hit, but I think by, like, the six weeks left the season, I couldn't even really swing a bat that well. Uh, um, right. I think the only highlight was that I came in on a pinch hit in the tournament against Minnesota. That was our only loss of the tournament. And, uh, I think we're down like five and like second pitch in, I flew out to the track and right. And I was so pissed. I was like, it would have been like one of those like sick moments where you come in with a, basically a torn shoulder and you park one out to right for a quick solo home yeah. run with two out, but it for is sure. what it is. But, um, yeah, that's, So did that's, you get it
0: yeah. did you get did you end up getting it uh it fixed up then for the following year? Like or did how did you uh rehab it back to uh like some health? Like did you come home in the summer and then that's when the kind of rehab started or what?
1: Yeah, so so I got an MRI at Iowa and I actually got uh I was actually recommended a pretty sick doctor. Uh Dr. Mike I think it's Michael Smith. Yeah, Mike's Michael Smith out of uh out of um wow, what's the hospital there? I think it's it's like Concordia something in Toronto. I, don't, I honestly met man, so many hospitals. I forget. Uh, anyways, great guy. Uh, he got me back. He actually got me in and got me back because I think the biggest thing was like, they're like your labor might be fully torn. We're not sure yet. Like we're not going to know because we can't see it off this MRI. Like we have to go in and see. So he goes, it's either going right. to be a five to six Flo- month recovery. Exploratory. Yeah. He's like, it's either going to be five to six months. And not going to be able to throw as well as he did or it's going to be 12 to 14 months you might get back but i doubt it because labrums are pretty tricky so i went i woke up after surgery and i was like uh and they're like yeah it's you're good like it was a partial tear here partial tear here partial tear here so you got like a six month recovery i was like okay that's not bad so i did yeah like you said like a ton of rehab in toronto i got hooked up with some guys that were unbelievable man like they had me back like a month before like by the time I was done throwing and everything with like the trainers that I, like a new guy we had at Iowa and the program that I was on, like I tip my hat to those guys, man, cause it was supposed to be like maybe six months, if not more. And I would think I was back throwing a ball, like maybe four months after that. Right. So it was like, I was pretty pumped about it and just grinded. And, um, hasn't, hasn't fallen
0: a, off yet now either, right?
1: No, not yet. Not yet. Um, <laughs> okay. still gives me the odd, you know, the odd pain and stuff like that. But, um, I got moved to. My senior year was a big one for me because I realized I'm like, well, my junior year was like a big year because I put a lot of emphasis on that 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 draft year, hoping that I would get, you know, get, at least get a shot in late rounds or something. Um, but obviously, because I was hurt, didn't get the innings, and then after surgery, you're kind of like, you know, you're kind of like the uh, the runt of the litter, like you're not really looked at as high. Um, yeah obviously I couldn't throw. Right. So like, that's a big one. And if I'm not hitting, you're not hitting 400 in college, you're probably not going to get recruited as it just a DH, you know? So for sure. Um, yeah. So then getting into the, yeah. So that was, that was pretty bulgy. I don't know if that answers your question or where you want me to go with that, but yeah, no, uh, no, that's,
0: that's good, man. Yeah. It's, it's tough, right? Like I, I was talking to, uh, one of the guys I had on here, Travis, um,
1: he tore his labrum
0: as well. He just said he didn't have that snap. Like, it took him a while to get that snap back in his arm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for
1: sure, When man. you're throwing and stuff like that. Like, he said it just kind of felt dead. Yep. Yeah, I yeah, know. I know exactly the feeling, man. It just feels like – it doesn't – it feels like you got to, like – like, a screw is loose the entire time. Yeah, exactly. I think we've all kind of
0: felt that in, in one way or another, but not for an extended <laughs> period of time. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> for sure, Definitely. Definitely. So the so the fourth year though, then how did you guys fare then? The team and stuff. Uh,
1: yeah, we were we were not bad. Um, we I think we finished like I think we finished fifth in the Big Ten. I uh, don't above five hundred record, but uh, I actually like for on a positive standpoint. Like for me, like I actually started quite a few games. Uh, like I think I started like I don't know. We had like fifty something games. I think I started like maybe like thirty to forty of them my senior year. Right. Right. and I didn't even look at the stats man I just went on balled out. like I was just like more focused on like just winning like versus like any of the stats like I'm like oh I'm hitting 240 like I gotta step it up I was like no nah, I hit whatever and like I think somebody was telling me I was hitting like two, two 285 with like almost a 400 on base percentage and like I don't know like I think I scored a lot that was the biggest thing man like I by the time my senior year like I grinded at bats and I scored a lot but just like the little things, like I paid attention to so many of the little details, like taking in like, like dirt ball reads, like make, taking an extra base on balls. Like people take that for granted, yeah. man. But it really does like, go a long way in games, right? Like it can be oh, the for difference. Sure. Um, so that was a big thing. Like I really emphasized my senior, my probably a little bit of my junior but more my senior year. Um, our team did pretty good. Like we got to the Big Ten tournament. Uh, I think we got to like the quarters or something like that. Uh, we lost against Ohio State. They had like their top arm against us. Um, we lost to Michigan, like one nothing or something like that in the opener. We won another game, and then we we lost to Ohio State, and then that was that was it. We didn't uh, nothing crazy my senior year. Um, For sure, but uh, but definitely a good team. Definitely had a, some solid arms, some solid guys. That Absolutely, man.
0: Oh, I'm sure yeah absolutely it sounds like you had a positive like great experience overall i think you liked the school you liked the uh you know the team was obviously good it, it sucks about your shoulder kind of thing but um it sounds like it was overall positive
1: and and you had a you enjoyed it you know and you made a lot of great friends yeah absolutely man it was unbelievable like unbelievable i recommend like going down i mean you can make the same, same recommendation you went down too, but just to get down there and like have that experience man was like life changing like unbelievable
0: absolutely yeah it's just so, nice to
1: you, you're basically moving.
0: You're just setting yourself up with a whole new life, almost, for those couple of years, right? Like it's, yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, it's it's nice to be able to just make those connections with people and stuff like that. And you'll you always be able to go back there, right? I'm sure you have friends that are still there that would still welcome you in, right? The exact same way.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, I have a have a couple weddings to go to that I was supposed to go to last year, but obviously with COVID. Um, right, right. I got a couple couple bachelor parties, couple couple weddings to to go to and stuff. You're up and coming and I've just been trying to get back there just for football season, man. Like tailgating there is unbelievable. Like Yeah, uh... yeah, for sure, man. Of course. <laughs> just to get that for, you know, a few beers in a Saturday morning. But um yeah, man, unbelievable. Like in yeah, if you get lifelong friends, I'm sure you have same, a lot of good friends and stuff you play ball with too. So it's just a complete Yeah, man. I'm definitely experience. looking forward to going back down there as well when the when
0: things open back up and and uh, we can safely do that. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, so the last, last thing I'll ask you Austin then is really, uh, so how was like, you know, how was the transition back to, uh, I guess, non-athlete life, right? Like it's, sometimes it can be tough on people. Some people, uh, you know, it's, it's smooth and some, but a lot of others it's not. So like, did you find, uh, how'd you kind of fill that void when you, when you were done and started working and stuff like that and how'd that happen?
1: Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I coached, I coached right after. So I coached in, I coached a couple of years or a couple of seasons, uh, So I coached one in Long Island where I played summer ball in my freshman to sophomore year. And then I went back home. Um, I actually went back to school for a bit. So I got my degree and went back to school a little bit. was working, was kind of trying to figure out where I wanted to be at and like what I wanted to do. That was a tough transition, man. I recommend if you're going to get, if you're going to go to school anywhere, make sure you get a decent degree. Um, that's not like sports specific. Um, but, uh, yeah. So that transition was, uh, transition was a little bit different, but I actually, so I ended up actually getting a a coaching offer out here in Edmonton to uh, come out here and coach the Edmonton prospects, which is the Western Canadian baseball league. Um, and that was like a big transition for me. And that's kind of what led me to like where I am today. Uh, Jordan Blundell is the head coach there. Great dude, uh, in the world, especially he's well-known here in Western Canada for baseball, had the chance to meet him and coach with him for a season. And he's, he's really what got me out here. And, um, yeah, then I just transitioned. I was like kind of done with coaching after that. I applied to a job, and now I'm working as a uh, a sales rep out here in in Edmonton. And it's kind of a weird road, but I just kind of let it kind of take me where it needs to go. Not try to put too much pressure on myself or say like, yeah, oh, that's I good, be man. Here got to be here, and that's For probably sure. I, probably what I would recommend to people, especially coming back. Is um if you're coming back, like do like if you see some like you see yourself wanting to do something, like take the time to do it because a lot of people haven't like a lot of people are ahead because like they don't they didn't live a full life you know what I mean like a lot of guys live and pretty much an entire life in those two to four years in the states of playing sports um, you know they don't get the same things as people that don't have that and they're just kind of staying here at a Canadian University and have that you know uh, like internship experience they're able to kind of develop their careers and then go right out um, so I've kind of noticed that I think like a lot of people might get a little bit think they're behind but they're really not um mm-hmm. you know, absolutely track so um one thing too like uh just kind of I
0: just, I just thought of this now like like you you know having the opportunity to go out to edmonton and stuff like that like yeah um i'm assuming, assuming you were uh like i'm not sure if you still are but i'm assuming you were a single guy then like it's it's different like and you're trying to like a, you know please a partner and stuff like that it can be tough but um you know when you're young and you want to take all the opportunities you can that can definitely be a thing like i guess i'm speaking more to like um you know, if you're 16 years old, you might want to reconsider not going somewhere for uh, a girlfriend or something. If that makes sense, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah, like man. that really, that might not uh, be what actually uh, is for life, you know. And you might uh, you might miss out on an opportunity that otherwise would have been life changing.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, I uh, I would I would say that for sure. Like like you know, it, there's some people that like like to do it, but like I I always recommend to people like like if you're going to be sure about somebody and it's going to hold you back, like you got to be really sure. And like, you got to really check your boxes and like, you know, if you're meant to be together and if you're going to go on a partner standpoint, if you're meant to be together, like, I'm sure you can go do live your life and you'll end up back together if it's really meant to be. But Yeah, like- for sure. No, totally. <laughs> I,
0: I think that's smart, man. Like, honestly, I yeah, like, and it sounds, I'm not dogging any people that have done this, but um, that's one thing that was big for me. Like when I was going, to, just even going to school and going to university, like, I wanted to make sure I was done and kind of knew where I was going to be before I ended up looking for a partner. Cause I didn't want to limit myself to where I could go, I guess, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, so, absolutely.
0: But, absolutely,
1: um, you know, yeah, you're but, um, that.
0: different strokes for different folks, right? So
1: yes, sir. That's, that's what they say. Thank I'm actually, uh, know.
0: I'm actually going golfing here with, uh, with Mr. Simon, uh, Mr. Simon Flint. For, oh, really? Yeah? Too long. Oh yeah. All I'm going to go with there and, uh, I'm going to go beat him into the ground, you know, out there on the definitely. golf course. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure, uh, <laughs> Yeah, make
1: sure he doesn't. You done any uh, golfing at all, or is it is it hard on your shoulder or anything? Uh, I've actually golfed quite a bit this year. Um, it's actually it's coming around my shoulder doesn't doesn't hurt as bad on that swing, so that's really nice because I get to get out there. You know, I, you know, golf probably like maybe once uh, once every couple weeks here. Um, right on. Which is which is kind of nice, but I know you guys in Ontario probably had it uh, had it the worst day. Eh? Probably you guys haven't probably just finally getting out to golf because uh, the Oh man. There.
0: Yeah, Doug Ford, <laughs> an absolute weapon but yeah. <laughs> um yeah man it's uh I'm still not really thrilled with the reopening plan like there's still a lot of stuff we can't do it's kind of it is what it is but like you know they've they definitely screwed us over when they uh, reopened it too early earlier in the year and whatever but it is what it is hopefully we don't have to you know get locked back up so yeah but
1: okay, um okay. I'm happy it's open though right now holy crap
0: I'm really happy the golf's open
1: yeah, for sure, man. Absolutely. Yeah, enjoy that, and yeah, enjoy the time with Simon. Tell tell the man I say hi, and I'll shoot him a message here. And tell him I say what's absolutely, up. Absolutely, man. man. For sure. Well, thanks a lot, Austin. I appreciate you coming on, buddy. That was great. Yeah, no worries, man. No worries, anytime. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll yeah, next uh, we'll time. Next time you come soon. back to uh, next time you come back
0: to Ontario, come back and see. Uh, come back and see the boys. So yeah, All absolutely, right? man. Sounds good, brother. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, sounds good, man. Thanks again, Austin, for coming on and sharing your story, buddy. That was great. It was really nice to catch up with you, and uh, when you're back in town, uh, come and see the boys in uh, Peterborough. And uh, thanks again uh, to the listeners here, guys. Uh, I appreciate you uh, listening to this episode if you made it this far. Um, I'm not going to be able to get an episode out every week, kind of like I was earlier in the year, but uh, that will pick up again at some point, I hope, too, at least uh, but for now, I'm just going to try to enjoy my summer as much as possible. We've all gone through a lot uh, during the pandemic, and I'm really thankful that things are finally starting to uh, to look up for everybody. So, and thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy your week.